Hello, friends. My name is Brittany, and this is the Capture the Chaos podcast. Right now, your photography business probably looks like confetti on the floor after a birthday session. A bit of a mess. In this podcast, we talk about how you can be more productive and organize your business in order to have success without burnout. We focus on growing your business in the most sustainable way so you can focus on the parts of your life that matter most. I am here with Kate today. She's been on the podcast, I think it was earlier this year. Um, Honestly, the year kind of flew by, even though it also was kind of a long year. So who knows? I mean, I don't know when you were here, but it feels like earlier this year, but also feels like last month. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Totally. So for anyone who's new and has maybe hasn't listened to that episode, could you go ahead and introduce yourself to us? Yeah, I'm Kate Hyde. Um, my last name is impossible to pronounce if you read it. So Hyde, that's it. Um, I am at Dear Kate Brand Strategy. I have the How You Pictured It podcast, and I help creatives uh, build websites that help them sell their services. I was a photographer, am a photographer for 12 years now, and then have pivoted into web design and website coaching as well. So where I help people DIY their website as well as do done for you website services. Oh, I love that you help people DIY their website and do the done for you because there's, you know, a whole range of people who you know, you want a little bit of help, but you also want to do it a little bit yourself. Um, I'm a big DIY fan, so I love that. Yeah. But then I'm also a big fan of just outsourcing things that you just can't handle on your own. So that's fantastic. How important is it to have a website, like in your humble opinion? I honestly think it's one of the most important things you can do for your business because it's a way to draw in already warm traffic. Uh, And it's kind of a passive channel, like you build it and you don't just set it and forget it, but it is kind of something that you don't have to update as often or as frequently as like social media. You're not constantly churning out posts every day, stories every day, thinking about it every hour. It's something where you can maybe create a piece of content once a week and Google is going to drive the right people who are already interested and have intent to work with someone like you towards your website. So I feel like a website is one of the biggest pieces of your marketing puzzle. I mean, it really does live to serve us because like you said, you're not having to think about it every minute of the day, like social media. And it's just, I like, I know you say your website's booking for you whenever you're at soccer practice or you're sleeping and stuff like that. So that's, who doesn't want that? Right. It's like a little silent salesperson in your business that's working for you. What is the importance of buying your domain? And if you don't know what I'm talking about out there, I'm talking about dropping the dot pixie set off of your website. So it'll be like Renee.pixie set. So how important is it for people to just buy their domain and have it their own name? Yeah, I think it's very important. It's much easier for people to find you when you have your own domain. It's also something that you own. So then like, if you want to move to a different platform, you can take your domain name with you. So like, say you want to leave Pixie Set and come over to show it, you can bring BrittanyRenee.com over to show it and people will still be able to find you. It's also how Google tracks SEO is by the URLs. So if you started on Pixie Set and Google knows you as BrittanyRenee.com and then you add more content on your new site and keep it as BrittanyRenee.com, then Google is going to keep tracking and following that information. Yeah. That so you can sense. like, yeah. I, so like if I, whatever is on Brittany Renee, it doesn't matter if I change uh website. Ho- is it a ho- What is show it in Pixie said they're ho- Are they hosts? 
Uh, they're, platforms? they're a little bit of both. They're platforms okay. and hosts. <laughs> okay. So um, they do both host the website itself, but they're also builders platforms to build your website on. So whatever I have over there, whatever traction I have gained on, let's say I used to be on Pixie Set years ago um, before I moved over to show it. So all the traction that I gained over there was able to transfer over to show it. And I didn't lose any of my rankings. I mean, it like dipped a little bit just because I changed all the content on there, but it all like my mini session page on my website stayed on front page. I mean, it dipped maybe to four or five and then went right back up to two or one. So I mean, that's huge because you don't want to have to like right. recreate a whole new website. It doesn't look very professional. No, either. it definitely doesn't look very <laughs> professional. And yeah, it helps you build like that authority. And when you're building backlinks, so say you're having someone else share your your work on their website or you're sharing to Pinterest or, you know, all of those different places, building links to your site from other places, you're building it to your own domain and that's going to continue to grow with you. So like the, I've had Dear Kate Studios, my photography business, dearkatestudios.com for 12 years now, almost 13. And all of like those backlinks are still active and still lead to me. Even if the page like, or the article or the blog post or whatever is no longer active, it brings them to my site and a 404 page that can then lead them to different information. What, okay. So let's now pivot to your actual page and like what goes on it. So what are some must haves? Like what do you prioritize on a homepage? So on a homepage, I really want to give an idea of who I am, who I serve and how it's different than other people. I find the homepage to be really the place for your overarching message. And I think every business has that, even if you're serving different clients through your business. Like I do on my photography business, I have family sessions, I have newborn sessions, I have commercial work as well. So finding that like common tier and thread that runs throughout your whole business and putting that in your messaging on your homepage is one of the big things. And then guiding people to those services to where they need to be and helping direct them through that funnel to get to the right information so that they can connect with you and know that you can serve them. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's like, boom. I was like, yes, yes, yes. Okay. So your homepage kind of serves as like the, the, obviously like the, the home base essentially. And it should kind of guide them to everything else that's important, like your services, right? So you would say have like a little services box on there, like mine. I went through your website on it, by the way. And like, I love it. Do I have everything that I need on there? You know, on my homepage, there's like a little about me, like, so they get to know me and know if they want to work with me. And then we go into like, these are the packages that you're not packages, but sessions that you can pick. And then we go into family, newborn, maternity are the ones that I have on there. Okay. So what are some other like must have pages that you need on your website? Like about me, like services, tell me, tell me the things there. Yeah. So your about me page is usually the second thing people click to when they land on your website. And a lot of the time within an about page, we start out with like, I like iced coffee and sunny days and warm walks on the beach. And that is not selling for you, right? Like, yes, we want to connect with people. We want to give them like a little bit of that personal look at who we are because that kind of builds that like, like connection of the no like and trust factor. But I find that the trust part is more important. So building on who they are first 
and how we can help them and how it's different than what maybe somebody else does is the first thing that I want on your about page. Other pages, services pages is something that I really harp on. I see a lot of photographer websites where we've got a home page, the about page, and then like a portfolio and pricing and maybe testimonials as a separate page. I want your pricing, your portfolio, and your testimonials all aligned with one service to be on one page. So like, instead of breaking it up into those three different things, say all of the information about newborn sessions are on a newborn service page. Does that kind of make sense? Oh yeah, 100%. Like, okay, when someone comes to your website, they probably have a goal in mind, right? Like if I'm coming to... Um, a photographer's website, it's probably because I want family photos or I want newborn photos and I don't need to go look through everything about all the, I don't need to know about commercial work and I don't need to know that. Right. So it it just, it makes my life a lot easier as your client to click, okay, I'm here for newborn stuff. I want to click newborns, right? I'm going to go to there. I'm going to see all the information without having to go here and here and here and here. And it's just kind of like really confusing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And we want to create like less friction for them. We want to create less clicks, less friction and make it easier for them to understand if we are a right fit or not. When I didn't have services pages, when I had a pricing page, nobody clicked to it. Even, even if they wanted to know the pricing, they looked at like, you know, the homepage and then maybe some of the portfolio images and then clicked contact and asked me and I was out of their budget or, you know, like it just wasn't a right fit because they didn't have all of the information that they needed. So having those, the services pages clear and concise and really directing people, you're selling on your services page. It's selling for you. It's telling them everything that they need to know to be a yes and to get excited about working with you. So it makes all of your inquiries more qualified and more exciting to you. They're not just saying how much. <laughs> yeah, how how to like not a fun email to get like, hey, how much does this cost? And you're like, yeah. I want you to be excited. Like, oh my gosh, I love it. Let's like can't wait to work with you. Like I want I want raving people who want to work with me. I don't want that. How much? <laughs> yeah. Yep. I want people that are like, oh my God, I love your work. And yes, I want those, you know, whatever it is that you say in your website, you're, I want you to help me capture the chaos. You know, like yeah. if, they, if somebody came to you with that inquiry, you'd be super excited versus like, yeah, mm, how much? Well, and like, that's so- it. That's the worst when you get the one that's just like straight up how much. And it doesn't even tell you what type of session they want. Like nothing. How much for what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm so salty and like cranky in these days, you know, I've been doing photography. I think we've established, we've been doing it just as long as each other and I'm just like crotchety. And so when I get those emails, I just send back the page they should have gone to in the first place. Like, I'm like, here you go. I'm like, so fine. Funny. You're not going to book with me. I know. Cause I was like so salty, but like, it's there. You emailed me from my website here, like click it. <laughs> it's right yeah. there. And then, oh, also I think those service pages help with SEO. Yeah. Like, cause you yes, can focus absolutely. on one yeah, thing. Yeah. So, so with that, if you have a services page and someone is looking for newborn photography, a lot of the time Google is going to direct them directly to that page. So not only are they warm coming in, but then you're like hitting them with like, this is exactly what they were looking for. This is the information that they wanted and needed and not just like some generic home page or pricing page. Can you imagine if someone landed on your website directly from Google to just a pricing page that said like newborn sessions are this much, family sessions are this much, you know, maternity sessions are this much. And that's all that it said. They're not going to book with you. Like that's not, 
that there's, there's nothing compelling there. So having it all in one services page where Google can then feed them directly into the right spot um, is super valuable. That's okay. Hot topic, not the store, but like the, the ideas. <laughs> oh, I'm old. Okay. Should you put pricing on your website? I do believe you should have at least some form of pricing on your website. I don't feel like you need to have everything there because it can be overwhelming and it's great to be able to guide people to what they might need or want once you've heard from them. But having a pricing starts at this, you can kind of explain how your pricing works, what's included maybe, just like a brief overview. It doesn't have to be super detailed. And then the other big thing that I highly recommend is putting something that says most people spend. That is kind of like a confirmation thing for people that like, oh, okay, other people are buying at this price and this is how much they're choosing to spend because especially if you have like different pricing packages and tiers it kind of guides them it's like if you go to the cheesecake factory and you've got that like giant ass menu right Mm -hmm. with like it's a book right you get that menu and you look for like cheesecake factory favorites because it tells you it narrows it down for you it makes it easier for you to know like this is what other people have liked i'm gonna like it too yeah there's nothing that makes me want to click off of someone's website faster. Like if I'm looking for a service when they don't have the price, I'm like, nah, that's probably going to be like a million dollars. I can't afford it. I'm just assuming, you know, if you don't have your price, I'm assuming it's going to be expensive. And I don't want to waste my time setting up a call with you. And for me to be like, <laughs> I can't afford that. And then hopping yeah. right back off. So it's really important for me as a consumer to know what I'm about to get myself into because I'm not going to waste my time. I don't got time to talk to you and find out that I'm out of budget. I want to know that I'm out, you're out of my budget now. (laughs) Right, right. And I think that it also prevents people from that could afford you from contacting you. So like, you might assume the the consumer might assume that it's more expensive than it is just because the price isn't there. You could also end up with a lot of those people who definitely can't afford you coming (laughs) in and saying, you know, okay, cool. And then just ghosting you, which is not fun either. How I mean, because you have to set up like these people, you know, you set up a call and you're like, let's chat about it. Like I get the sentiment behind that, right? Like you're trying to warm them up and want them to want to book with you and getting to know you. But like how exhausting is it? Well, I'm not a people person. Like I'm not someone who likes to talk to people at all, all the time. So maybe if you're someone who does like to talk to people, this might not be exhausting. But that sounds like I'm like having to set up these calls and then not to book with me. That's just a waste of my time. And it doesn't yeah. sound fun for me. Yeah. Well, and I think that, you know, there's a place for those calls, but it's so much better when they are already like prepped, warm, like prepared and can then just say yes Mm -hmm. versus having to go, well, let me talk to my husband. (laughs) That's never a good sign. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I don't talk to my husband about spending money. And he was just complaining about that earlier. He's like, I was like, give me your advice on things. And he's like, you don't listen to me. I'm like, but maybe I would. And he's like, you're not going to listen to me. And so if I ever say, let me talk to my husband about it. I'm lying. All right. Everybody is. Everybody's <laughs> yeah. lying about that. Like, yeah. you know, we're in 2023, yeah. we're grown ups we and we can make our own decisions. <laughs> so. Well, some people, some people might be like really cohesive with their, true, their money true. spending. I shoo, 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 swipe like yeah. there's no tomorrow. Do you find yourself dreaming of spending your time more intentionally, but also have a desire to build a business that serves you and your family well? 
Do you start the new year with the best intention to get organized and crush your goals, but get overwhelmed because you just aren't naturally an organized person? Then listen up. I've created a planner for the photographer and creative business owner who are overwhelmed. It's for those who don't consider themselves naturally organized, for those who are creative thinkers and also believe routine is the same thing as a rigid structure. The Capture the Chaos Planner will show you how to create rhythm in your life and business that actually creates more time and freedom. Does that sound like a dream? You can take a tour of the planner and order yours at brittanyrenee.com slash planner collection. That's B-R-I-T-T-N-I-E-R-E-N-E-E dot com slash planner dash collection. Or you can text planner to 469-689-6983 and I will send you the direct link. Be sure to use podcast 15 for a 15% off discount on your order. So what are some people missing? So you work with a lot of people on their websites, photographers and all kinds of business owners. What is some common things that you find that people are missing right now today? (laughs) Number one is their location, which is sounds so silly, (laughs) but like where you're located should be above the fold. Like first page above the fold means like before you even start scrolling on the website, it should be there and it should be on every single page of your website throughout in multiple places. One when someone lands there, they need to know where you're located. It, there's nothing like worse than landing Can on a I website and being tell like, you a, yeah, I got to tell me. you a story. I just had someone contact me last week. They're like, hey, I just found out the photographer that I've had booked for two months is not in the same state as me. And oh, no. it's supposed to be next week. And I was like, that person didn't have it on their website or you didn't read. I don't know. <laughs> One of the two. Wow. I was like, oh, that's that would yeah. happen. Like if you don't have your location on there, put your location on there. Also, it's good yeah. for SEO. But anyway, sorry, I just had to, no, totally. it really is a thing. Yeah. And that's what I was going to say is that like that helps Google to know who to serve your results to, because even if they don't type in photographer near me or photographer in my city, Google is going to show them the results for places that are closest to them first. So that's a big one. I wonder how that happened to her. Really? Like I'm yeah. fascinated by this. Okay. That is fascinating. <laughs> what Other what thing, else? Yeah. Um, <laughs> having a clear like what you provide it has to be really easy for people to understand what you're offering like what you sell who you are and if you're the right fit for them like if you're serving people like them and people with their problems so i know it feels weird to talk about problems and solutions in photography because you don't really feel like you're solving a problem like that's that feels stupid right (laughs) But you are solving a problem. It's solving the problem of like, mom's not in the picture. It's solving the problem of, you know, like I feel stressed out about getting family photos, but I know that I need them. So how can you make it so that like what you're offering fits that problem? So thinking through like more like, I know it's a luxury. Photography is a luxury. It's not a need, but it is a need. And like having that like oversight to be able to explain like why what you're offering is different they know that they need photography so how are you going to explain to them like what you do that's different and how to draw them in is really important on your homepage. yeah 100 I, I i love problem and solutions in photography so you really hit the hit the nail on the head hit the Dang it, someone confused me earlier. So what I was talking to someone, she goes, I hit the the nail on the hammer and now it really really has thrown me off. Nail on the head. Can you imagine though? Like here's the hammer and here's the nail. 
<laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> oh, okay. I digress here. Okay. Are, is there anything else that you find people commonly miss on their websites that they should have on there? In general, I another like easy, quick thing to fix is making sure that on your contact page, even if you have a contact form, making sure there's an email address for people to use too, because sometimes your contact form breaks and you don't realize mm -hmm. it. So having a second way for people to contact you, you don't have to have a phone number. Not everybody likes to use the phone. I don't. <laughs> so having, but having an email address or just like some alternate way for people to contact you is a big one. Yeah. And really just, I think like understanding that the information that people need to know to get from like interested to booked and keeping it concise. I think we can get kind of overwhelming with all of the information we might put on a website, but there's places for things to keep it easy for them to navigate. So like, if you really have information that you feel like they might need to know, FAQs are a really good place to put that and putting, not having an FAQ page, but having FAQs like on your contact page and on your services page is another great idea. And you can link to those specific parts of your website in the footer of your website so people can navigate there easily. But instead of having like a whole page of just FAQs in your menu, it's a really great way to do that. So which is there such thing as too much information on a website? I think there can be going back to that pricing situation. So like if you put every detail of your pricing on your website, it can be overwhelming for people to know what is for them. If you have different options, like, like say you are a wedding photographer and you offer like six different packages, that's too much for someone's brain to sort through right away. First, they need to connect with you and then you can start giving them that information and you can direct them towards the right offer. And that makes it a lot easier for them instead of having that overwhelm of like, here are all of the things. So really just like getting down to like being clear and um, guiding them to the right information. I think that brings up another kind of idea is that we know where everything on our website is, right? Like we are very familiar with it and it's like, oh, obviously it's right here. And so, you know, we're drinking the Kool-Aid <laughs> of our own stuff. So we think it's really clear, but I think, you know, is there a way for someone to kind of self audit their website to make sure that it makes sense for their clients? Do you think like yeah. So there's a couple of things. One, I have a free report card that I offer. It's the, a website report card. You walk through each page of your site and answer questions about it. And it kind of guides you into what like needs to be there and what needs to be changed. And then the other thing is this tool called Hotjar, which is a piece of code that you install on your website. And it gives you, it's really cool. It can give you like video recordings of how people are working through your website. So even if you follow like all of the advice, right? Sometimes it's just not hitting your audience exactly that way. And you don't know that until you look at the the way people are interacting with your website. So with Hotjar, you can see video recordings of um, how people are scrolling through your site, where they're clicking, how long they're taking on each thing. There's also heat maps that show like how far most people scroll down a page or again, like where they're clicking the most or where their mouse is moving because that can kind of tell you like what they're reading, what they're not reading. So that's another tool that's really helpful in really auditing your own site. 
That's really fascinating because I think that that's happening with me. I think it's very clear and I, there's a very clear journey that I want people to take, in my opinion. But I'm finding that I'm getting a lot of people seem to just be scrolling down to the bottom of my page and contacting me rather than like going through. I'm getting a lot of, you can book straight from my website. So I don't know why you're contacting me asking me about the information that's already on my website. So something's missing. There's some, there's a disconnect there, right? So yeah. I need to figure that out. And this hot jar or heat the heat maps would yeah. definitely show me where it's going wrong. Yeah. And it could be, you know, that people are coming in on a different page than you think they are. Like it could be that Google's serving them to a different spot. And so they're missing that information. It could be, you know, that you need more clear headlines that walk people through because people skim, like they're Mm -hmm. not going to read everything. You have to make things really skimmable, bullet points, bolds, italics, bigger font sizes in different places to make it easy for people to get through the information. So it could be something like that too. That's a really good point because my one of my hottest pages is my mini session booking page. And I wonder if I don't get people emailing me about booking mini sessions because they just do it. But I get people about booking full sessions. So I'm wondering if they're coming in on mini sessions, scrolling down to a contact. Maybe that's the contact page they're scrolling down to. And it's coming through there. That's a really fascinating point. So thank you for that. Yeah. Yeah. And you could just direct them, you know, like need a full session instead. And then you can direct them to that page from your mini session page if you're getting a lot of traffic to that page. That's good stuff right there. Thank you, Kate, for that. Yep. Absolutely. (laughs) In my broadcast channel, I asked people to submit some questions they would have for you. And I have two that we haven't okay. already covered. The first one is, first of all, what is website pixels? And then the second question is, how do they work or do they work and are they crucial? So that's like three in one. Yeah. So pixels are specific to Facebook. So a Facebook pixel is a little piece of code that you install on the backside of your website. Then Facebook can track who is going to your website. Like if somebody hits that pixel, Facebook has knowledge of that. And so you can serve ads to people who have been on your website specifically. Like you can like, have you ever visited a website and then you suddenly are getting Facebook ads for that product or website? Literally every time I do anything. Yeah. So that's a pixel. That's what a pixel is and how it works. So if you're not doing ads, it's not necessarily the most important thing. If you think you might do ads sometime far in the future, you could install a pixel and get started with it. Um, So that's kind of my thoughts on pixels. I think Facebook ads for photographers can work, but they have to be for something specific. Mm -hmm. So like mini sessions would be an example for a reason I would use a Facebook ad. Is there any like data that it's collecting that we can look at to utilize elsewhere? There's not. No? Um, okay. It's it's because that's privacy stuff. And then also um. with, yeah, with Facebook pixels, a lot of that it has been limited with since iOS 14, where people could opt out of being tracked. It's not quite as accurate anymore. Mm, okay. That's good to know. I really, I don't think I even use pixels. So I, don't know, I have no idea. The other question was, what are some analytics that you look at for websites? Yeah. So Hotjar is really my favorite place to look. Other things you can look at, there's a website called speedpageinsights.com. It's from Google. It tells you how fast your site is loading. There's some like, you know, it's not always exactly accurate. Like it's giving you its best guess. 
for how fast it's loading and it's going to be different, you know, different people's internet browsers and things like that that are going to change it, but it gives you an idea. The other site that I really like is, I don't know how you pronounce it. It's A-H-R-E-F-S, Ahrefs or something, right? Like I have no idea, but that is a site that pulls from Google Analytics. You should have Google Analytics and Google Search Console set up, but Ahrefs pulls from there and it helps you to see like where your backlinks are. So like where your site is linked in other places on the internet, it helps you find like any 404 pages. So if you have a link that's somewhere on your site landing on a 404 or a dead link somewhere, things like that, it also helps you know like what search terms people are looking for that are getting them to your site. So those are really the things that I would track the most. I do kind of look at like traffic, how many people are there, but I find Hotjar, the one we talked about where you see the recordings to be the most interesting to tell me like what I need to change. Yeah. I'm putting that on my list right now to go to probably (laughs) later today. Cause I'm like something, something's not working. Yeah. Yeah. And it, I mean, it takes a little while to get some data back, but it's really good information. And I think you have to look at things over like a long period of time too. Same with the Google analytics and the Ahrefs, but Ahrefs, I feel like is really great for like finding the problems. It's easier to diagnose what the problems are on your site um, to get that kind of information. I think Ahrefs, whatever it is, no idea. <laughs> sounds sounds a lot like Uber Suggest. Have you ever used Uber Suggest? Yeah, yeah. I just yeah, I find you just prefer easier. Yeah, okay. And it's, there's a free version that's pretty great. So, well, I use a free version of Uber yeah. Suggest too because yeah. I'm not a, not a, I don't like to pay for things that I don't. I know, right? I'm trying. I said I love to spend money, but I'm trying not to spend unnecessary money. But I'm going to check out the one that you mentioned too, just see if it is easier to use because yeah. I just find it easier for like those, like, I feel like Uber suggests tells me like what keywords maybe, but the Ahrefs tells me more how to like fix things on my site. That's good. That's what, and you it, know. Like, or like, you know, like this picture's too big. It tells you which picture it is that's loading slow. So that's helpful. That's super helpful. <laughs> yeah. Because sometimes you like start building and you don't realize you didn't resize that one thing and it's like bogging down your site horribly. So um that's a that's a good oh this is a personal question that you can answer for me so i use show it right yeah and i have some you know you have the canvases and you can put a video background i keep getting this weird error like every couple months about my video background and i wish do you have any idea what i'm talking about or do i need to like go look this up Uh, i think you'll have to look it up and tell me okay let's see if i can find it it's been a long time since i have seen it but who's who's sending you the error it's show it i think or google or something you know what maybe it's google that's sending it to me like uh or maybe it's my analytics or search console i just usually i'm like there's nothing i could do about this i, I want the video back there or, and everything seems fine i went and checked into it on uber suggest and there's just nothing wrong with it that i can tell hmm. hit me with yeah. it later yeah i'll i'll send it to you later yeah. well i have no idea um next time i get this error message i'll send it to you it's like yeah. not searchable or not now i'm just that, making stuff yeah up. <laughs> it's like probably like saying not indexing or something like that that sounds like it it's okay don't worry okay good because <laughs> i figured it was because it was like a background thing i'm like it's gonna yeah. be because all my other videos seem to work it's the background ones that it keeps pinging back with me like Meh, that's not okay i'm like mm. yeah mm. it's probably just like yeah, yeah it's fine don't worry okay. about it so what are okay you have a done for you website stuff <laughs> Yeah, so I have, yep, I have uh, a 
website in a week is what I call it. I start on a Tuesday and I have your site published the following Monday. Typically I'm using one of my templates. I have a library of templates that I have access to. I have more templates coming soon, but that, and then I just customize it with your copy and content, all of your photos and stuff. And then I also offer the website launch accelerator, which is my done with you program. So it's teaching you how to DIY your site. It's like a curriculum, you get like all of my copy templates, my frameworks for what goes where on each page of your website. You get, you know, like all of the details of like how to decide what your brand colors are and things like that. Really going into figuring out who you are and who you want to serve and how to like create that messaging around that. And then it also includes twice weekly live zoom calls and twice weekly office hours so that you can get all of your questions answered and have somebody to like walk through everything with you it's like having a designer in your pocket is what i call it so that's called the website launch accelerator i love the program i love working with people this closely on their websites and i feel like it's perfect for people who want the control over their website and they want to learn and know and don't want to spend the, the cash that it costs to have somebody else do it for you because it's a lot of cash to have someone else do it for yeah. you. <laughs> worth it. Definitely worth it. But also, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think there's value in like, I mean, your website, again, is never completely done is one thing I will say. Like, you're always going to need updates to it and changes to it. And I think that's why you show it because even for my done for you clients, I give them the basics of like how to go in and change things if they need to change a picture or change some text or whatever, because like, Maybe you move studios or, you know, and you need to update your address or you got, you know, different pictures that you want to put up there. It's important for you to have some control and like autonomy over your website, regardless of if you do it yourself or you have somebody do it for you. And show it is amazing. It really is amazing. And it is easy to use, but it's not easy to learn. It's like when you first yeah. get onto it, you're like, whoa, like there is infinite amount of things that you can do, which is why I, I got on the show is because I wanted full control over my website. But if you are completely new and you're building your website from scratch and you, it's a lot. And so having someone there to help you or do it for you, I mean, I think helping you would probably be, like you said, teach you to do it so that way you can manage it later. And you don't have to go back and be like, can you do it for me again? You know, like, right. so the thing that I really like about the program is one that it, it gives you all of like the like strategy and the content parts of the website in addition to the tech parts, but also with the tech parts, like you don't know what you don't know. Like I don't know how to search to ask the question that I need to ask and get the right answer. So having somebody that you can ask and that understands the program and understands like what your brain might be like as a creative, very valuable. <laughs> I can't tell you how long, cause I, I did DIY on my website, but I spent hours hours and nights and so I think it took me four months to get this website up yeah. and running and I was you know on the the forums and like trying to figure things out and I would see something and I was like that person's using show it how do I do that on my website and I'm gonna search for it and oh my gosh it took forever but now that I learned it all all on my own it probably would have been a lot easier to have someone help me I love show it. it's very easy like I I it makes sense once it makes sense. You know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah. You need somebody to just explain it to you though, yeah. for sure. I mean, it's a lot of show it for photographers. Like it's really great for photographers because there's like layers and there's like these same kind of tools that you're kind of used to in like Photoshop, but applied to a website. 
That is true. It is kind of like Photoshop for a website. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything else that you want to share with us that you feel like we need to know? I don't think so. I have podcast, How You Pictured It. If you love podcasts, that's a great place to find me too. Um, I have a series on websites over there where I get into four like very specific details about websites that you can tune into over there too. And I just remembered that you have a special page in my planner about doing a website checklist and you have a series from your podcast in the pr- productivity and planning mini course that I have that goes along with the pat uh, with the planner. So you yes. are you are featured in my Yay. planner. So that's awesome. I'm that's excited so about it. I can't wait to get my hands on it. And then also, yeah, that website report card that I offer, it's just dearkatebrandstrategy.com slash report card. And it's a free I, I built it in like Google Sheets. So it's a spreadsheet, but you like type in yes or no if you have things and it gives you a score and helps you know where to go first to fix things on your site. Perfect. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you. See you next time.